fit and flow, those are two things that always attracted me to tattooing. My big interest was the idea that you could lay out a bodysuit on somebody. That was the coolest thing in the world. Tattoo Now has been helping connect tattoo collectors and the curious with world-class talent from all around the globe since the mid-90s. You are invited to join us as we dive into the heart of tattoo now. How goes it? I am ecstatic to be back on the air with a show or I guess on the internet as the case may be. This is the pilot of our Tattoo Now reboot show, and we have to get this out so that we can plug two awesome benefits, one that's happening at the London Tattoo Convention and one that's happening in Richmond. Both of them are happening online. We have a lot of great, uh, amazing interviews already recorded, and I am busy editing them. So if you enjoy, Get ready, there's more coming. It feels amazing to be catching up with artists who are truly pushing boundaries and bettering themselves and bettering their clients. It's very inspirational and invigorating. This episode, we have a stellar international lineup of brilliant tattooers. A couple surrealists, a traditional fellow from Europe. One thing they all have in common is they love tattooing, and I'm excited to be able to bring their thoughts to you. Not sure where you're beaming in from, but TattooNow.com is the home base for all of this content. You can catch up updated image galleries and new videos, all the show notes, all that stuff, TattooNow.com. In this episode, we have a stellar set of international tattoo artists, all brilliant with amazing things to say that you're going to be excited to be able to tune into. Ivana is a world-traveling, international superstar of a tattooer. Uh, currently in California, and she beams in to talk about her amazing tattoos and kind of the way that she keeps control of her artistic career. She's uh, very self-empowered. It's amazing to watch uh, her carve her path, and everybody will be able to take inspiration from her. Her message is definitely one of love, which is great. It, it does it does seem like California has a center of love there. Point being, it's a, a great interview, and we have a good clip of it as well as uh, Marcus Leonard and Kaya Heitland. They beam in from Canada. They are biomechanical, abstract uh, masters of both lar of large-scale tattoos and you know and other arts and, and different mediums. Marcus is a longtime friend who it's great to always catch up with, very smart. And Kaya also, uh, you know, an intellectual coming from Canada, so it's great to hear about kind of getting into the scene there. And I'm excited, I will be catching up with them in October for a Reinventing Live event that is forming as we speak. So tattooeducation.com, if that piques your interest. Then we have two uh, insane benefits, uh, benefit art shows to talk about. Uh, uh, Steph Bastian is putting one on that is debuting at the London Tattoo Convention. That includes the likes of the Lou family and Philip and, and Robert Atkinson, Jojo Ackerman, um, all sorts of amazing uh, luminaries of, of tattooing at the London show. And Jesse Smith is hosting an arts benefit, a live painting. Those paintings are being auctioned off. The Giving Arts benefit includes the likes of Dan Hazelton, Aso Andrews, Gary Viveriel, uh, Humble, OG Abel, many more. Uh, both of these art exhibits are available for bid online. So if you are watching this, then I'm going to give you the information to go to their website. So they're going to give it to you so that you can bid on these amazing masterpieces and donate to, to great causes. Then uh, we're going to close the show with some thoughts about how tattooing can truly help us become more complete, better people. And in some ways, or not in some ways, in many ways, and, or in scientific ways, this can actually help the world become a better place. I know it's kind of hokey, but uh, if you watch to the end, you'll get to hear all about the hokey. 
For now, I'm your host, Gabe Ripley. Find out about me at GabeRipley.com. I've got some videos, seminars, uh, links out to interviews, and whatnot. I was recently at the New York City Tattoo Convention catching up with people, excuse me, the Empire State Tattoo Convention in the heart of New York City, and it's amazing to be able to catch up with everybody. Uh, Guy Aitchison was there, he did a couple seminars, we got some recordings, and like I said, uh, I love going to conventions, so if you see me, say hi. One thing is for certain, uh, I have opinions about everything and love to talk, so, and I love to hear uh, and engage in conversation, so let's, let's, let's catch up. Um, speaking of, uh, the upcoming events that I have scheduled are, happen in October the 14th in Rockford, Illinois, the Reinventing Live event. The details are coming in as we speak, but go to tattooeducation.com and you'll find out more. And if you're in the, if you can get to Chicago and the airplane tickets are dirt cheap, um, then maybe we can catch up there. We will also be webcasting that. Again, tattooeducation.com. And then I'm heading over to Bucharest, November 1st to the 3rd for the 10th annual a Bucharest Tattoo Convention in Romania. Costi puts on an amazing show. I'm ecstatic to be able to get over there to catch up with European friends. It's been a long time. So it's not too late. November 1st to the 3rd, tattooconvention.ro for the information. And I'll be bringing my equipment, maybe doing some interviews and whatnot. Definitely catching up with some castles. The venue looks amazing. So uh, uh, And the lineup is awesome. Going to catch up. Uh, Bob Tyrell is going to be there. Tommy Lee. Uh, Emilio Gonzalez. Uh, Barbora Sharazen uh, Garazova, sorry about the pronunciation, Edi Pancho, uh, Jose Gonzalez, it's going to be awesome. I'm ecstatic. So if you have any questions for any of those folks, uh, let me know and uh, I'll get the camera. Maybe they'll uh, be kind enough to do an interview. I do love to travel and share about tattoos. So if you're a convention or a studio and are, might be interested in bringing the, the Tattoo Now show or some seminars or professional development to your neck of the woods, then give us a call. 413-585-9134 or management at tattoonow.com. This show is brought to you by Tattoo Now. For over two decades, we have been building websites for tattooers. I keep hearing artists arguing about the Instagram and Facebook algorithms. Google wants to deliver the highest quality content that it can to people that are searching for it. Google's designed to deliver you content. TattooNow.com will help you build websites. We also do consulting. If you're an artist and are looking for a boost in your career, a studio, uh, or, or a tattoo supply company, boom. We have decades of documentation at our disposal to help you connect dots, connect opportunities, and it's exciting to be able to take the lessons that we've learned and to be able to, to pass them off to, to everybody else. So think about Tattoo Now for your tattoo shop or tattoo career or supply company or event consulting. TattooNow.com facilitates both live and recorded webinars. There's over two dozen webinars for tattoo artists that want to learn how to better their tattooing. We can't teach you how to tattoo, but we, these master tattooers can potentially teach you how to tattoo a little better. And we also have original art seminars, perfect for apprentices who want to create art that is uh, symbiotic with the tattoo world. Uh, as well as business seminars. I have the Get Building the Great Tattoo Business Seminar, as well as a couple others. So check it out, tattoonow.com slash webinars. And Tattoo Now is actively helping recruit and or place awesome tattooers. We have relationships with dozens of amazing tattoo shops all around the world who are always looking for high quality, positive, hardworking, ethical, moral tattooers. Management at tattoonow.com or give us a call, 413- 585-9134. We could talk about the possibilities, what it might take, and we do love to be able to match amazing tattooers and awesome tattoo shop environments. So if you might be a shop or an artist interested, 
definitely can't hurt you uh, to get in contact. If you are a tattooer or an apprentice, reinventing the tattoo is basically required reading. If you haven't read it, just know that there's, there's thousands and thousands and thousands of tattooers that are critiquing your tattoos through the lens of reinventing the tattoo. And not only do you get Guy Aitchison's fucking amazing brain, but he's bringing in guest artists, guest chapters, and guest lessons all the time. Reinventingthetattoo.com if you are a tattooer or an apprentice. Collectors and artists should be heading to Richmond every year for the Richmond Tattoo and Arts Festival. It's happening every September, and Jesse Smith and Kenny Brown are putting on an amazing show and revitalizing it. Brilliant lineups. The Richmond Tattoo and Arts Academy is happening, where Jesse is bringing in amazing artists to help teach. So if you're, again, tattooers or apprentices, it's a great spot to land to learn. Do not miss it in the future. RVATattooArts.com is the website. The last couple of videos we uploaded were just short clips. We have Mark from Needlejig talking about the round magnum theory and uh, some of the, old, the traditional morals and ethics of tattooing, which I think are pretty amazing. And then uh, Josh Payne, a, a short but sweet interview with an ink master, and he's a, he's a great guy. So you can check those out on our YouTube channel, tattoonow.com slash YouTube. Okay, so let's catch up uh, with Ivana. I first saw our next guest's work over a decade ago online. She was in Australia at the time, although she grew up in Slovakia. Um, when asked, though, she's truly a world citizen who lives everywhere. Um, she's always tattooed. She's, to the best of my knowledge, hasn't had any other uh, job. Um, if you follow her work, it's a, her style is uh, constantly evolving, but you could, she's, there's a signature that's always there because you could tell um, that it's her work. You definitely want to check out her awesome YouTube channels filled with uh, professional videos. She's taught seminars and has recently been working on merchandising her artwork, which we'll, we'll get into a little bit. Um, she tattoos at, at friends' studios all around the world, so, so you can catch up with her on her website uh, to see where she is. And uh, it's always fun to, to catch up with her uh, in person. She's got an amazing tattoo uh, sleeve from Boris and uh, always schools me in a, in, a, in a sense of style. I'm very honored to be speaking with Ivana. You can find her at Ivana Tattoo Art um, and at Ivana Tattoo Art on Instagram. Uh, thanks for taking the time to do this interview. Thank you. Absolutely. So we'll start off with a, a simple uh, lowball question. You know, what, what, what do you love most about tattooing? I, I love the connection between when it comes to skin, skin is my absolutely favorite medium. So I love, I like that life connection between uh, my clients pretty much. That's my absolutely favorite. And it's always different. I never know what to expect. I never know what to get. It's always challenging. And like I said, it's always different. Yeah. So I think, I think that's my probably favorite. And the, like I said, the connection, especially. It's uh, do, do you see? Do you find yourself um, being part of a larger story with your clients? Okay, uh, okay. I mean, connection because every person for me has different energy, mm. and th that's what I find very interesting. And and I feel that I feel very honored, for example, to uh, tattoo somebody for life or create something for them so suitable. Mm. That's yeah. how I that that's when I talk about connection. This is part of it. Yeah, I mean, for me, the, watching the magic of, uh, of a tattooer helping the, the client kind of become who they want to be. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah. I'm just so. making state statement piece for them, whatever is suitable for them, something that represents them. It's, it's their work. And I never repeat my tattoos. Mm -hmm. I cannot even actually copy myself or repeat after myself because I love to create something spontaneous at the, at the moment. Mm -hmm. So exactly how I feel or how everything goes, that's what's going to happen. And that's that's the statement piece my client's gonna wear. 
Yeah, cool. So, so let's maybe can we talk about the? Pro- I know there's other videos where you talk about it, but maybe talk about yep. that process a little bit. So, a client comes to you. Um, you know, what's the best process look like for you? The best process for me, my client, uh, I only do consultations by email, but my consultation is tell me one, two words, that's it. If you want to a little bit include something, if it is some particular particular elements you would like to put there, because some people like to combine, let's say, a few things together, but I don't need too much because I get overwhelmed. So just let's let's, uh, keep it very simple and clean. So let's say my client say, okay, I want to portrait of uh, this animal. I'm like, okay, tell me particular animal and that's all. Mm-hmm. And I will go from there. So I prepare references online. And um, when I see the client, that's how the colors comes to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's how the dynamic of the piece comes to me. So I really don't prepare anything in advance. I only need references. That's all. Mm-hmm. So I can get better idea. Sometimes I have to do my search, obviously, like somebody, somebody tells me, oh, I want to get... Uh, I don't know, maybe like some animal, but I don't know anything about this animal or some particular piece of something. So I will search a little bit so I know exactly what is it. Mm-hmm. So I can I can have a better description or better imagination of the particular particular picture or piece. And I will go from there. So I, I will, let's say, say five, ten images. And when I see my client, I can see the colors. I can see how my clients, like my, I, I can just fill it out. And based on that, I will match colors. I will match the dynamic of the piece. Sometimes it can be more whimsical and playful. Sometimes it can be more bold. So it really, really depends how I feel about a particular client. That's how I do all of my tattoos. And, and how much do they get to see of the finished design beforehand? Is, 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 are they, they, don't, they don't. They're putting their trust they, in you. They don't see anything. They trust me. And I, I'm very I'm very lucky with my clients because I think uh, because of my style, it's, uh, it's a little bit, um, I would say, I can say unique or different, sure. and it's and it's very specific. So for this reason, uh, the clients I'm attracting, they are they are more open-minded, or it's like this part, this I would say group of people. You know, like how they say like you attract your own tribe. Mm-hmm. So when they come to me, they they already have the idea. Just okay, I'll just leave it up to you, like you know. And sometimes I can pick placement. Sometimes I pick pick mm-hmm. the size. Actually, most of the cases. Placement, I can be flexible, of course, because some people don't want to have it like too seen or something. Sure. So we can talk about it. But most of the time, really, my clients give me absolutely freedom. Awesome, very fun. Um, so they don't know. What, how long I'm did sorry. it take for you? How long did it take for you to build a clientele that was uh, as that trusted you like that? Uh, I would say for the past um, five years. I'm tattooing. I'm tattooing about nineteen years now. 19, so so what, the, what year did you start? Around two thousand, maybe. Previously. Or, 1999, I don't remember. It was around, so maybe I'm tattooing maybe around 18, 19 years. Yeah, cool. And so you're, you're self-taught. I mean, I imagine that you, you pick up, uh, you know, techniques when you're, when you're, when you're guesting with other tattooers and, and sharing. But for the most part, you, did you ever go to art school or? No, I never had any formal art training or I never did any art school. I, will, I used to draw since I was a child, just for mm-hmm. fun. And sure. later on, I used to do graffiti, always drawing in the school, always drawing that that was kind of my my hobby or really what I something enjoy and right about when I was finishing school tattooing just came to me my friend got me tattoo and she's like do you want to try how to tattoo I was like sure that was it for me so right about I finished my school I did my um, um, how do you call it the, the graduation or I don't know yep. graduation yeah yeah so I did all of my my school I start to tattoo my friends my family and that was it for me and, and this is in Slovakia or? That was in Slovakia, yeah, back cool. in Slovakia, and I didn't know anything about like how to put machine together. Actually, it was machine for permanent makeup. It wasn't even uh-huh. particularly for tattooing. It had one coil, 
and I didn't know that I have to replace needles. I was thinking, oh, one needle is good enough for like whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the skin was bleeding and it yeah. was just a mess a little bit and I didn't have gloves. Like I don't know anything about hygiene at that point. Sure. And and there was a tattoo studio, so I, I couldn't learn from anybody. And um, in Slovakia at that time, some of my friends, they were going to Germany. So I was like, can you please bring me some tattoo magazine? Uh-huh. So sometimes they, they bought me some tattoo magazine and that's how I saw like how the machine is build how to put the rubbers around the needle and everything so somehow i put it together and it took me just longer to figure it out everything and um later on of course i visited like uh, overseas some tattoo studios mm. so i was trying to look and ask the questions and that's yeah. how basically what, I improved. what were some of those first studios you visited it was in czech republic this particular okay. one i forgot the name of it. it was like i said many years ago but there was this nice guy and i was asking him like can you please like uh, give me a little like advice on how to like set a machine properly and how it works so he showed me he was t- tattooing that time he was working but he was uh, kind enough to show me how how the machine works and everything for a few minutes and that was for me of course game changer I was like okay i got it now uh-huh. so imagine it's always a constant evolution of, uh, of technical abilities Oh, absolutely. Um, that that time, that because it's it's very different. That time when I used to use coil machine, I used to do my own needles. I used to set up my machines. Every particular like scheme was different, so I have to learn how to set up machine. But that, that was online. You know, I cannot even compare it now with these uh, uh, new rotary machines. It's so easy. It's like drawing with a pen, basically. Sure. No, the uh, the technology uh, and its impact on the tattoo world is amazing. Do you, do you do you use many computers for your design process or are you still stay like you're drawing mostly on the skin, but as far as preparation goes or. I, I think very old school. Like I said, I just mm-hmm. find some uh, image online and uh, even stencil I do by hand because I, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I'm focusing more on shapes where I tattoo. So I don't have mm-hmm. to have necessarily all the details. It's a little bit, uh, you know, combination sure. of abstract and painting and whatever. So for me, it's the most, most important proportion. And I, I really like to work from the photograph so I can I can see very sharply when it comes to, for example, animals or flowers or faces, I need to have the clearest image possible. Mm-hmm. So, I'm, so I'm looking for the large high resolution images and the rest, I, I draw it by hand directly as I print it out, I draw it by hand and then I'm just making it up on the skin. Yeah, so cool. when it comes to everything like a shading or if I need to add something there and backgrounds, I just make it up. Nice. Uh, you, now you do use computers. I remember when you, you've come through to do guest spots. Like you, it's almost mm-hmm. seemed like you weren't done with your day until you're on your computer. You know, posting up your tattoos on, into the right spots. And um, how, how, and imagine that for your merchandise, you're on the computer a bit, or, or do you work with other people that are that are computer? I people? I work with other people because honestly, I I don't know too much about computers. I'm just happy to do my emails and all of this. And I don't even want to spend much time on it. It's not my profession. So I work with um, for for different designers. But, but what I do again on school, I just draw something on the paper or I do kind of like a collage. I cut it, I print out something, I cut it and I write down what I desire or I just explain to them what I desire to, to achieve, what kind of look and they will do it for me. Awesome. And now what kind of, uh, so I, I saw stickers when, when we were in Vegas. What other types of merchandise are you, uh, are you creating these days? So right now I, I created ITA Los Angeles. It's a clo- clothing company and I, I, I'm having my, my first sweats right now and the t-shirts and the hats that's everything is out already i don't have it on website yet except hats but the sweats and everything it is for sale but people would have to uh, direct message me on instagram or send me email on info at ivanatetuart.com i have a few different styles a uh, few different washes few different cuts few different designs as of now i released three different designs 
It's a torn heart, biomechanical heart, and leopard. And so it's more like a contemporary high street fashion. Those are also more expensive pieces because the process uh, was, it took me over one year just to create it and uh, find the uh, proper company and every, everything had to be on point. So it's like these trays and it was like a few different procedures how to how to do it. And uh, the t-shirts I have, Just Love. So I, I published book one year ago, Just Love Tattoos and Sushi. So I created kind of merchandise come with it. So I have the t-shirts, I have hats, I have again like stickers, temporary tattoos. I'm gonna have a keychains. So the latest one for me is the clothing and I'm definitely going to take up on this direction. That's pretty much what I'm spending the most time right now. Hopefully next year everything should be like nice and on the website and uh, properly. Uh, with, the, with the merchandise, I have uh, enamel pins. I have temporary tattoos. I have stickers. I have uh, books. I have art prints. So there is lots of other stuff also coming in the future for the next year. But this is just like little little stuff I created on the way. Awesome. They all look great. Like I said, when I, what I saw in Vegas, Thank the uh, the colors are very bright. And mm-hmm. it, it, you can tell that you're taking the care to make sure that the, the ingredients that go into the merchandise are, are, are top shelf. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Everything what I create has to be absolutely top shelf. So Yeah, it's very <laughs> yeah. exciting. And um, everything is made in U.S. also. So I'm not working with any other companies besides here. Oh, that's I awesome. I do everything here. Yeah. Oh, and all the clothing too? Or, uh, everything. Oh, everything, everything. Everything I make here. So I, I have full control over it. If I need something, I just go there in person. I, I created my heads before I, I or on the t-shirts. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm still doing the labor work on them. So. Oh, crazy. Awesome. Ivana's inspiration is infectious. The power of positivity and love combined with direction and focus. Again, truly inspiring. It's great to catch up with her. The rest of that video can be found. Go to tattoonow.com slash interviews. Since we had our interview with Ivana, she's won some prestigious awards over in Europe, so we will be catching up with her again. If you have any questions, let us know in the comments. Tattooers, you've been asking for membrane cartridges. Now they are coming out. Mark, you want to tell us about it? Yes, the Dynasty membrane cartridge took a little longer, but we used that time to improve the design and overcome some issues that others were having rather than rush to market. So what makes Dynasty cartridges different from other brands? We spent a good deal of time and money to get the tension of the membrane to be very similar to our legacy O-ring cartridges, so your machine doesn't have to work that hard, yet they're still strong enough to prevent backflow and contaminants and other ink getting back up into your machine. The needles are angled slightly back in the tube tip to prevent needle float like you see in some other brands. The easier cleaning clear cartridge bodies ensure that you're able to tell that your needle tip is cleaned properly between colors. So how do tattooers get them or buy them? Well, you can get samples on the Needle Jig website or you can hit us up at any one of the dozens of shows we're at each year. If you're ready to buy them and are a verifiable professional, just go to needlejig.com Uh, I'm Fernando, the marketing director at Needlejig. This is Mark, the founder and president. Thanks for watching. Our next tattooer is from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Um, She's awesome. She's into bio tattoos, also makes jewelry, has awesome pictures about foraging, um, has been in uh, the the sketched out uh, sketchbook with 100 other artists. Um, You know, and and frankly, anyone who can converse with Marcus Leonard for hours and days at a time is, is a friend of ours. Um, on Instagram, it's at Tattoos by Miss Kaya, uh, mm-hmm. T-A-T-T-O-O-S-B-Y-M-I-S-S-K-A-I-J-A. 
I'm going to try to I'm gonna pronounce it right. Kaya Heitland, how um, are you? Yeah, I'm doing really well. Awesome. I'm doing well, super well. Well, well thanks for uh, for coming on the show. And uh, let's let's start with some softballs. Uh, do you mind talking about the maybe the Canadian tattoo scene a little bit and, and how you got into it? Oh, sure. Of course. Um, I started uh, tattooing just over 10 years ago. Uh, on the Sunshine Coast, which is just outside of Vancouver, super small town, uh, no other tattoo shops except the one in Seashelt. And uh, I got a summer job working there when I was like 17. And uh, the guys both kind of partied a little bit and needed somebody to do line drawings for them in the morning. So uh, that's how I uh, showed that I was good enough to to draw at least and uh so i put together put together a little bit of a portfolio and uh they took me on piot barker and sean headley was working there at the time um and then a year later a machine builder named jesse young bought the shop so he kind of bought me along with the shop he never wanted an apprentice and kind of uh yeah i was kind of part of the package deal so i ended up apprenticing under jesse young about how long did it take before you were uh, tattooing on the public uh, it was a couple of years actually before I started tattooing anybody after I started my apprenticeship. Like I said, Jesse bought the shop and, uh, so there was a bit of delay cause he wanted to kind of like <laughs> mm-hmm. reteach me a few things. Uh, but it was a really traditional apprenticeship, like both him, like Jesse's quite, um, quite a well-known uh, machine builder, fabulous machine builder here in Canada, um, sells his machines through good guy supply and, um, uh, him and Lucas Ford worked very closely oh, together. Yeah, okay, He's sure. yeah, yeah. So uh, they use very similar geometry. So they're uh, they do a lot of work together. Or in the past, have done quite a bit of work together. Um, and they, and they, uh, do they both do the Winnipeg convention or? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I think I think Jesse does the Winnipeg convention. I've done it for the last couple of years as well. Yeah, cool. Uh, it seems but, like a stellar lineup. Uh, oh yeah, it's phenomenal. It's a phenomenal show. And uh, Rich, the guy who puts it on, is. Uh, uh, sect none, like his, uh, his ability to, uh, his promotional abilities are fantastic, like great personality, like ideal for our community here in Canada to be putting on a show because he just, he knows everybody. He's so charismatic. And so, uh, just super welcoming. Like he really wanted to put together a really family oriented show. So yeah, awesome. like it is a, a little star studded, um, and a little intimidating for that reason. But like, it's, it's very close. We're all very close here in Canada. Like our, te- our community is, uh, is uh traditional in that sense we have a lot of traditional values that kind of seep into our tattoo community you could tell like from Mm. the show that uh obviously there's a lot of care and love of of the craft in it a huge amount yeah and so like yeah rich was actually one of the first tattooers that i met um he was really good friends with jesse both jesse and piot so Mm -hmm. i went to some i went to quite a few conventions in the prairies like the vagina convention smaller conventions like more like biker run conventions and stuff really old school kind of communities so like all of these guys were people that i knew like right from the beginning so i ended up not really having i don't really have any peers that are my age all the guys that i uh all the guys, all my friends in tattooing, all my colleagues are all, you know, 40s and their 50s and stuff like that, which is pretty cool. And that, you know, with my apprenticeship and stuff like that, they were really, really stringent, actually, about like how much exposure I got to uh, the Internet and magazines and stuff like that. Like, of course, we still like had tons of magazines around the shop, but they were really adamant about me um, uh, just doing conventions like right from the very beginning. I was doing conventions before I started tattooing and um and like a huge emphasis on like machine building, putting machines together, the kinetics of all of that. And like I built needles. We still use steel tubes in the shop. I scrubbed all the tubes and everything like that. So they were they were pretty adamant about making sure that I, you know, 
was they they already saw the shift happening and they were really excited about having somebody in their shop who was a worker and really wanted to do all those technical things like learning about mixing ink and building needles. Yeah, so so how, so you're into the bio. How did that? Is that was that something that you were always uh, into, or where was your introduction? Uh, you know what? Honestly, bio and like bio from the '90s and tribal were the two things that made me want to get into tattooing in the first place. Those are the two things that I I think probably resonate with the most, mm-hmm. um, as far as. Uh, like just fit and flow. Those are two things that always attracted me to tattooing. I wasn't ever really interested in doing uh, small tattoos, but I mean, for the majority of my career, that's what I've done is small tattoos being generally being the only woman in a tattoo shop you get, uh, you are afforded a very particular clientele (laughs) usually. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, so which, uh, which I mean that laid all the groundwork for all my technical skill that I think that I have. Um, and, uh, but you have, (laughs) Um, but that's obviously all based on yeah doing small small tattoos and stuff but my big interest was the idea that you could lay out a bodysuit on somebody that was the coolest thing in the world and like the only two real types of bodysuits that i saw um like when i was in high school when i was growing up was uh um was biomech and tribal those are the two things that i absolutely like guy stuff obviously like my dad got my dad when i was still living at home, my dad got me a copy of Organica in oh, 2004, awesome. the year that it came out, and he gave it to me for my birthday. Oh, shit, I've got it. It's like, yeah, right around the corner here. It's a fucking... Yeah, and I was like... Mm. And just how excited I was, like, I... Uh, but that was, like, one of my first introductions to, like, tattooers who were also artists as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and my dad just... He had seen this book, and I was super into mycology. I absolutely love mushrooms and mushroom foraging and stuff, and he just recognized right away, like, all of the, like... Uh, mycelial structure and fungus and and all this stuff in guy's work and he thought i would absolutely love it so like guy's book that that one in particular in the like all the uh reinventing stuff and uh yeah obviously like those those i got all those books before i started tattooing awesome before i ever got a job in a tattoo shop like Uh that was so i was kind of always what i want to do and then aaron's stuff obviously i was kind of obsessed with too when i was like 15 16 uh, and just drawing in high school, like lo- absolutely loved Aaron's stuff. Cool. So, uh, what kind of tools are do you use for for your for your tattooing? Are you a digital person? You still do everything uh, uh, on paper or in canvas, or, or no. what kind of other original uh, mediums are you using? Well, uh, for tattooing, I very recently, like within the last year, got myself an iPad, mm-hmm. and uh, it's really revolutionized the way that I do my drawings for my tattoos because now I never finish drawing. Mm-hmm. I basically mm-hmm. do like rough sketches and then I pull the line work off and uh, I can do like really, really intricate, really elaborate line drawings where I don't have to spend this huge amount of time doing a full illustration because I definitely like in tattooing, like both the guys that train me to tattoo are like super talented illustrators, like comic booky, uh, really natural um, artists, like both of them are phenomenal artists, even though they're, you know, very traditional as far as tattooing is tattooing goes. And, uh, and I was encouraged to absolutely draw and render and do color studies for absolutely everything. And now, especially with biomech, digital just makes all the sense in the world to be able to, um, to manipulate, do a really simple sketch and then cut and paste and everything like that. It makes a way more sense to be able to do that digitally. You, you save so much time. And with the amount of traveling that I do, there's, there's no comparison. Like I don't have to bring a giant sketchbook and like a pack of pencils, my pencil sharpener, like trying to sharpen a pencil on a plane is just 
one of the banes of my existence uh-huh. and I never have to do that again like having an iPad and like being able to bring everything with you and and I do like some uh like digital like logo design and sticker design and stuff like that for like outside of tattooing as well like I do a little bit of um like graphic design for people as well so it it uh it's way easier designing a logo on a iPad than on paper and doing like rendered sketches for somebody sure. who's probably gonna you know only pick one so oh, yeah, yeah I definitely no. I'm, I'm, I don't, I don't illustrate as much anymore, um, by hand. I really want to get back into that, but painting, I do a ton of painting. Awesome. Uh, oils or acrylics? Uh, both. I recently just got into, um, into doing oils. I've been using some water mixable oils and I know that that's a little bit of like a no, no for mm. people who are, uh, uh, really uh, in, into using oils, but I find that they're just uh, having a small apartment. It's a lot easier than using all the solvents and everything like that. Sure. Um, but yeah, I love I love painting in acrylics. Like I've painted in watercolor and acrylic most of my life, um, and uh, and now uh, having somebody to paint with uh, is pretty pretty amazing too. So um, actually being able to do like collaborative sculpture and then painting it and then um, being able to paint on canvas with Marcus is pretty remarkable. Awesome. It's something well, that he doesn't have a lot of background in, so it's nice to like kind of pull him into that a bit. Into, into the real world, should we pull him into the uh, to the interview now? Yeah, Just that's what I'm thinking. Or, uh... Yeah, I think so. Well, you want to jump what, in here? You, you want to sure. chat about uh, how you met, or? Uh... Sure. Yeah, we can do that. If it's tattooy, um... not a, not if it's gooey. <laughs> <laughs> People love that shit. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, ratings. That's what we're trying to get here. Right. <laughs> uh... We met. Uh, we met online. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, Facebook. Uh, uh, yeah, Facebook and Instagram. I uh, became pretty uh, enamored with each other's work. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the things that when people ask, one of the things that we talk about a lot is like, as soon as I saw Mark, I've been following Marcus for many years, mm-hmm. um, but when I look at his work sometimes it's really difficult to not understand how I can look at something and feel like it was something that I did and I don't have any memory of doing it like there's so it's really bizarre sometimes I think we both have that where yeah. um yeah well just it, it's so intuitive and the we have such similar shape language we use the same words we use the same kind of diction same sentence structure. I'm just, like anybody who's familiar it's with Marcus's familiar. Sem- seminars, those that's some terminology he uses for like a shape language. You str- the way you structure a sentence, the vocabulary that you use, like the language that we speak is really, really similar. It was crazy. I can remember the first time that I saw your work and it like, Im- it immediately resonated in a way that is very familiar, you know, in a way like, you see somebody walking in the streets and that person looks familiar and you can't, and you know, you talk to that person. It's not only like a familiarity, but you know that you talk to that person. And then as you are thinking about like, where do you know that guy? You actually realize like, Oh shit, that guy looks totally like me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that, does that ever happen to you? You know, where you, where you look at somebody and you realize way later because you're not used to seeing yourself. Right. You're not used to having like an outside uh, view on yourself. Expect if you see yourself on video all the time. And uh, 
I saw I saw some of her sketches for the first time. I was like, holy shit, that looks okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna pack that differently because it's so abstract. And I think that we 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 understand this really well between us. We don't need a lot of words to explain that to each other, but it's such a weird. Um, we also don't need other people to think we're crazier. No, exactly. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Um, I think when you look at Biomac, and especially if you look at somebody who does Biomac really intuitively, there's a lot of honesty in there. There's a lot of, it's like your handwriting. You don't really think about how to change your handwriting into something that other people might like necessarily. And I think once you are at a certain level with biomechanic sketching or the, 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 the biomechanic like media art, uh, there's a certain honesty in there that really reflects your, your thought process and the things that you know about your subject matter, like the things that you know about biology, the things that you know about, mushrooms if that's something that leads into your uh, into your sketches the things that you know about physics or whatever physics is a big one that comes into it like dimension dimension and fit and flow and everything like that it's all it's all physics and you can definitely tell when a person doesn't have that background and is attempting to to draw a lot of biomech you can you can tell that there's definitely a big part of the grammar of that language missing and if it's, the grammar is missing, things look a little it, it, skewed and scrambled. You can't understand it, but it doesn't. It's not elegant necessarily. It's a really hard thing to reverse engineer. Yeah, and that's like, and it's it's not impossible at all. Like you can totally start by like learning. You can start by learning like texture and general shapes and stuff like that. But unless you, like, unless you have that kind of concept of of where everything is coming from. You are actually just saying a bunch of words. You're not. It's it's very, nature's very like equation-y. Yes. Yeah. So it's very, uh, it's, and it's so formulaic. That's the uh, thing too. It's like one. (laughs) Equation-y. It's, yeah. It's it's extremely, extremely equation-y. The full interview can be found at tattoonow.com slash interviews. And it was a lot of fun uh, meeting Kaya for the first time and talking about the biker conventions tattoo scene up there in Canada and, uh, how she navigated being the only female in a tattoo shop, and uh, again, Mar- Marcus is uh, he's always a, a fantastic conversation. So go to tattoonow.com/interviews for the full for the full interview. Next up, we have two clips about with interviews from Sebastian, who was beaming in from Germany. He's from Italy, and Jesse Smith, who is currently in Richmond, and I think he's also he's from the world. I think he grew up in a military family. I know he's well traveled. And we will be talking about their awesome benefits. So this is the highlight for me, not only being able to plug art and artists, but to be able to plug benefits because those are two of my favorite loves. And if you have a benefit that involves art, then email it over, uh, management at tattoonow.com, and for consideration for us to plug it. Let's uh, catch up with Sebastian now. My name is Sebastian. And uh, I started tattooing early 2000, like 2002, 2003. So it's like 15, 16 years. Uh, I'm from Italy. Let's uh, talk a little bit about the uh, the projects that you've been working on. So uh, last year you did a great benefit that was hosted at the London Tattoo Convention. And you have another one going on this year. So uh, let, let's start by 
maybe reminiscing about what was uh, happening at, from the previous event while I fire up the website. Um, yeah. Um, so basically, uh, everything starts with the fact that I, I need to do a lot of things at once. <laughs> like, uh, if I get only one, I get kind of bored. I have all these ideas and I need them to like come to life. Otherwise, I get frustrated. And uh, so one was this, which started as a, as a silly idea of decorating something. And then I always tend to think big. So I wanted to involve because I love collaborations. I love to put people together to do things with people, you know, because then you get stimulated. You stimulate other people and something out of this uh, unity, you know, out of this group always uh new comes out so i started with the idea of having like a small group of people that i could buy those dolls and give to to decorate and then i thought i thought no let me call more friends and more friends and then in three days i had 100 people from all over the world i was like nice. wow okay <laughs> so i thought okay this can be can be big so perhaps i can make an exhibition it's like it's like sequential you know it's like one one you get one step you realize and then you get another idea and then you realize and then it keeps growing so you don't have the whole picture from the start. So I had all these people. I had these ideas. I said, okay, now this can be a project, coherent, and then I can perhaps do an exhibition swing. So I contacted uh, Mickey, Mickey Vialetto, and, uh, and he liked the idea. So then we had the exhibition. And then, uh, again, the next step has been the charity, which came kind of natural because I try in general with everything I do to have uh, one thing in mind always, which is contribution, which is to give back something to tattooing because I feel that it gave me a lot. And uh, I can't remember who told me this, but made me think a lot over the years. And uh, I always uh, remember, what do I give to tattooing? You know, instead of just taking and being one part that is sucking from this world, I was like, how do I contribute to make this a little better than I found it? People can find the uh, more information about this this past benefit and as well as the future one uh, on this uh, Steph Bastion Presents Instagram. Yep. Is that the best place? Uh, yeah, you could go on the Instagram because uh, that's where you have the updates. So you have all the new, okay, uh, the next step is going to be this. You can find it here. That's how you're going to do it. So you have the updates. Or if you want to have a bit more of a wide uh, understanding of it and to see the results, you can go to my website, which is stephbastian.com. And then there I have like a more uh, compact explanation of the project with links and stuff. So perhaps it's more easy to, to, to grasp at once. You know? Awesome. So let me just, uh, that's uh, stephbastian.com, S-T-E-F-B-A-S-T-I-A-N.com. Yep. And uh, so, yeah, so I'm here now and uh, we're checking out uh, this next year's benefit. Yeah. Um, so that's happening this uh, in, in 2019 at the London show. Do you, let's uh, let's talk about that a little bit, and then and then we'll zoom over to the uh, to the benefit. Yeah. So like I was saying, I, I I tend always to think big. So once I managed to realize this little dream that I had with with last year project, I thought, okay, what's next? You know. So I thought, okay, this year had to be even bigger, and it coincided with the fact that this year is the 15th anniversary of the convention. So I wanted to represent uh loudly you know so i said okay you know what i'm going big so i'm gonna i contacted over 200 artists so so far it's 215 and uh from more than 25 countries in the world uh so they're scattered all over and um so you have people from last year and new new people as well like uh, robert atkinson jojo arkeman juan puente you know like awesome. big big names big names so the idea is a little different concept is kind of the same but different so this year is going to be japanese paper fans called uchiwa 
And uh, there is a concept this year behind the exhibition. Last year was more of a free interpretation. This year, the concept is called the Tattoo Fan Club because I wanted to somehow celebrate uh, the people that came before us and made possible for us to do things the way we do. Because, uh, as I said, contribution and gratitude are two very uh, points, are two points that I'm really firm on, very, very fond of. So this idea came as well by the fact that I travel so much and often I meet uh, the younger generation, like in their early 20s, they've been tattooing for four years or something, and sometimes I I hear things talking to them like Philip Liu, oh, I don't know who that is. Like Tato who? So I'm like, oh man, <laughs> we're talking about the foundation of this, which means we're talking about and other names as well, you know. So we're talking about Sailor <laughs> Jerry, you know. So we're talking about the people that perfected or came up like at Artie or something, you know, they or came up with certain solutions that could be artistic or technical that you are using today, you're unaware of. So you don't know where those things come from sometimes. I don't want to put, again, everybody in the same uh, group. But sometimes, you know, perhaps because people are new and, and you know, now the, the meaning of acquiring information are a bit different. So they're unaware of. And I think it's important, not for the sake of it, not to be, you know, to learn by memory all the history of things just for the sake of it, but because when you know where things come from, you appreciate it. Last year, I started the Giving Arts Foundation. Um, you know, I've, I've ever since I've opened my shop, we've done tons of benefits towards, you know, just raising money for various causes. Uh, um, you know, I remember one of the first ones I did, I, we were raising money for one of my teachers, uh, you know, passed away from brain cancer. Mm. And so what we did is we took all of his designs and we kind of figured out which ones would make the best flash art. Mm -hmm. And then we made these flash sheets and, you know, we spent a day tattooing all his little flash designs on, you know, the people who love him and then anybody who loves loose screw. And basically we just gave all that money to his wife and kid. Um, you know, so that was kind of one of the first ones I, I get so much out of my career, you know, like people just give me stuff all the time. I mean, I show up to work and I'll have three packages of mm -hmm. people who've sent me t-shirts and stickers and, you know, just things, sculptures and stuff. So, it, you know, this, the the career that I have has given me so much. It's it's good to be in a position to actually give stuff back. You know. Oh yeah, for sure. Now it's always good. It's inspiring to see you do so much. It's I think you've already, you had one benefit already this year, and there's two more on the books. It's uh, yeah, like I said, it's very inspiring for for us to see uh, you guys work so hard to to benefit the community that you know you know that you're that you're working with. Um, yeah. Well, the good thing, too, is now that I have a nonprofit, uh, you know, I can do stuff, but then we can also bring other people in to do stuff. My partner from um, the Richmond Tattoo and Arts Festival, he's going to be doing some benefits as well. Awesome. So it's just good to, to be able to, like, have this this place where everything can be collected. And, you know, before it was kind of like we would do these benefits. We're just like, oh, we're going to do a benefit. And then we would just collaborate with another nonprofit charity problem with that is we would say something like you know 100 percent of the net proceeds go towards this benefit or towards this charity and then we would give the the, the proceeds but then we would have no startup money for the next benefit we were going to throw sure so now what we can do is we can snap money in and then we can organize and figure out where that money is going to go to best benefit the bigger picture versus these small little benefits being individual so 
Awesome. That's wicked excited. And I imagine that people can go to Loose Screw Tattoo and contact you if they're interested in uh, either participating in these benefits or, or getting tattooed at one. Yeah, yeah. I think right now Loose Screw is probably the best place to go. Uh, you know, I, I drew up a logo for the Giving Arts Foundation. Um, hopefully we'll get that website up here soon. Mm. Uh, get an Instagram up, all that good stuff, you know, make it a little more legit. Um, but, you know, the paperwork just went through, I think, uh, middle of January. So, uh, which seems like a lot of time, but with all the stuff I got on my plate, it's definitely not a lot of time. Steph Bastian and Jesse Smith's featured interviews will be in future episodes. For now, we just wanted to plug these benefits because they're happening like next week. Tattooing truly has an amazing, strong power to change you, and it will, regardless of whether you believe it or not. That could be for the good or for the worse. Let's make sure that it's for the good, right? Tattoos literally change you on the outside at in varying levels of, of public display, as well as on the inside. This is, this is inevitable, and it's amazing. As I, as I started collecting, I didn't really believe it, right? I'd see people get tattooed and they'd puff up their chest or they'd feel, you know, more beautiful. And I was like, dude, he's only skin deep. Uh, you know, the same person that you were when you left than, than when you got here. And it's amazing because, you know, the, the first tattoo I had gotten a couple of years earlier, um, I couldn't afford the parrot. My very first tattoo I got at the biker shop and I was underage. So I thought I was gonna be so badass and I couldn't afford the parrot. So I got the dove, you know, and I, was, I got a little dove on my ankle and I, I felt badass. I felt rebellious. I was like, yeah, I'm fucking, I got a dove on my ankle. I got a tattoo. Again, I was watching that happen to other people and I was criticizing it. You know, I didn't, I didn't put it all together in my head yet. I'm like, you're just the same person as you were. Why do you feel better about yourself? You know, like I said, I was critical. But at the time, through, through the course of this period, I was getting highly visible tattoos, you know, neck and, and arms and legs. And I realized that if I was an asshole to everybody that was talking to me about them, then I would just be an asshole dozens of times every day. You know, this is, that's how I naturally was. I was relatively antisocial. I grew up antisocial. I didn't kind of half on the streets. And, you know, I thank my, my early friends for, for sticking it out because I definitely had to learn how to communicate, you know, by trial and error, you know, and, and I was, like I said, I was wicked antisocial. I didn't really want to talk to people. And so it's just very unpleasant to be around. And it doesn't work like this for everybody. But for me, I was like, oh man, I'm, I guess I have to learn how to be nice to people every time they talk to me about tattoos. Like I said, otherwise I'm just going to be a jerk dozens of times every day as I, because I want to get these tattoos and they're, they're birds and, you know, um, pretty things. I realized, you know, years later, I'm like, wait a minute, as, as these clients are coming back, they, they had felt better about themselves. So they started acting better about themselves and, and tattooing was teaching them the same lessons that it was teaching me. But uh, there's a whole community of people that were actually becoming better people through the art of tattooing. Tattooing allowed them to become more complete. It allowed them to move ideas that are on the insides and bring them to the outsides, you know, and to tr literally transform their bodies. And, and, and again, this also transformed their, their minds in it. You know, anyone that's been tattooed knows immediately there's a, a difference, you know, as the transformation is happening during the process, immediately afterwards, then, you know, days and weeks later, the, the effect changes, you know, it's not the same effect, but it's still there. And it's there until the day you die. It's the only art, one of the very few effects and forces that you can, you know, do to yourself now that will affect you until the rest of your life. You know, that effect is either going to be good or bad. You know, what we want to do is make sure that we are involved with amplifying positive tattoo experiences because um, they're very powerful. Over the course of the last two decades, I've watched countless people uh, improve their lives be, through tattooing. You know, tattoos mark a time and place. They are memorial tattoos for loved ones lost, literally trying to keep their spirit as close to us as possible. Or tributes to living people whose spirits you'd like to conjure. Or 
feelings from the inside that you want to manifest and make part of yourself now and into the future. You know, tattooing is amazing. You get to remember the past and also hopefully predict or kind of try to cast the spell for the future. Tuning into this positive effect that tattoos has is tremendous because positive tattooing helps people become better people. And this happens as a group. It's, it's like almost every business is like, I'm in the business of changing the world for the better. But in tattooing, if you're deliberate about it, you are literally changing people for the better. It's unbelievable to have helped and to watch countless clients use the power of tattooing to transform their bodies into who they feel they really truly want to be. To watch people use the positive effects of tattooing to commission world-class pieces of artwork that they get to, to view every day, but also other people looking at them get to, to experience these, these pieces of artwork to feel better about that energy and the connection. It's, it's literally like an exchange of positive energy dozens of times a day. You know, imagine that effect both on the wearer, but also just in the community in, in, in general. It's infectious. It's, it's so unbelievable. I'm so thankful that people appreciate this art and that it's really truly exploding the way that it deserves to. The, the more people that can experience, you know, compounding positive effects due to awesome tattooing, then truly, again, it could uh, make a dent in the, in the negativity in the world and in the, in the power structures. It's, tattooing is truly enabling both for the clients who are becoming more of themselves who they want to be, and then for people that are working in tattooing whose livelihood is made through making people more complete and better people. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. Ultimately, it's why I've dedicated my you know career and, and over 20 years to help amplify the, the positive voices and the positive effects of you know tattooers. They've inspired me to help create experiences both online and in the real world to help inspire both collectors of art and tattoos, as well as tattooers and art and artists to inspire them themselves and their peers and to, to create these unique places and, and space and time to, to, to share, you know, some of the very best that this art has to offer. To be able to manifest energies, tattoos have an incredible power, unlike anything else that is in the world, really. I mean, it's very unique to, to humans and to, uh, to us, it's, it's, it's pretty amazing. Although that said, again, tattooing transcends all cultures. It transcends all political persuasions and, and thought processes. Everyone likes to get tattooed. Everyone. It is shamanic. Uh, it's, it's sacred, like in a, in a very secular way. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's a process that will affect its clients, you know, the people that are getting tattoos for the rest of their lives. It's so intense. I know I keep repeating myself, but it's important to stress that it's, it's why it's not to be taken lightly. It's why research and, and patience um, is, is, is not required to get an amazing tattoo, but it is, it's, it's an amplifying effect, you know, and, and um, the more patient you are and the more research you do, the better the quality of the tattoo you'll get and the better the compounding positive effect you'll, you'll, you'll see out of it. So ultimately, the more in tune you, the collector is and the tattooer is with these natural forces, then the better the experience and the more positive effect We'll all see out of, you know, these great tattoos that are happening, you know, again, whether they're small or they're full body suits, you know, as long as they're, it's an amazing experience, a thoughtful experience, that's a positive one, then ultimately uh, that's what we're looking for, right? More great positive tattoos out there in the world. Now I get it. This kind of spiritually shamanistic stuff isn't for everybody. Some people are just looking to get tattooed and that's cool. Um, tattooing is, is wide open and available for everybody to engage in. 
again, uh, the, the more people they get tattooed, no matter what it is, no matter how cliche or entry level, the better. Um, they might not know it now, but th that is the start of the path to getting an amazing collection of tattoos. So ultimately, I'm here to help you get the best tattoo you can. Uh, management at TattooNow.com, if you're looking for an amazing tattoo, we'll try to get you to the right tattooer. And, uh, or if you go to TattooNow.com and check out the image galleries, you'll see a lot of great tattooers there from all around the world. And this is just the start of the conversation. Find me in person and we could have a tasty beverage, a safety meeting, a tea, a coffee, and we could talk about tattooing as a cultural Trojan horse. Um, again, we could dive deep in all of this stuff. I love taking the online energy and turning it into real world connections. So please let's uh, catch up and yeah, let me know in the comments section how tattooing has affected you. Positive, negative, how long ago? Um, do you feel all this energy stuff going on or was it just much more simple than that? So that wraps up our pilot show. Hopefully you enjoyed. Let us know all the positive things in the comments or constructive criticism, management at tattoonow.com. Trolls will be banned. If you don't like tattoos, it's none of our business, but just don't crap in our fucking living room. Um, please send future ideas and artists that you might want to see interviewed uh, again in the comments or shoot us those emails. Thanks again. Hopefully we'll uh, catch up with you on the road somewhere. Cheers. Whether you're a collector or a tattooer and whether you've seen this video or not, go to the Nick Baxter video. It's all about critiquing art. And if you are producing art on people, it's great as to, to certainly if you haven't seen it yet to, to watch it, or if you have just to kind of refresh. Pretty amazing, and Nick is a, is a great uh, painter and tattooer, so it's, uh, it's well worth your time. Also, subscribe.